1: Three, two, one. Let's go. What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, the 2016 and 2017 recipients of the
2: Exotic Dancer Publications DJ of the Year Award, Danny Myers and Alon Fong. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Curtain. This is a What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm Danny Myers, and if you've caught some of my recent interviews, you know that I have been talking to a lot of the contestants for the EDI. That's the Exotic Dancer Invitational. This is an incredible, incredible showgirl competition that is put on by Exotic Dancer Publications. And I should probably be clear to say I do not work for uh, Exotic Dancer. I just like doing these shows because... One, I'm a fan of the EDIs, and two, I like talking to beautiful women. So, you know, this gives me a chance to do both. Uh, Today, we are going to talk to Nia Nebula. Hello, beautiful.
0: Hi, how's it going?
2: I'm doing good. So uh, um, my first question is, where are you from originally?
0: So I'm born and raised in Eastern Europe in Bulgaria. Um, I got brought to Canada when I was nine, and I kind of hopped ship for quite a few years before... Um, in the middle of the pandemic, I decided to hop into the U.S. and just kind of stayed.
2: <laughs> nice, nice. Well, that's kind of wild to go all these different countries and stuff at such a young age. So uh, I guess do you ever feel like you're going to find a place eventually to settle down permanently?
0: I think that's Florida.
2: <laughs> um, good choice. So you are a feature performer and you are also, do you do much house dancing at all?
0: Um, my main house club is in Key West. Um, I have yet to find anywhere else that I really like as much as I appreciate being down there. Um, I have house danced across um, <laughs> Europe, most of Canada, um, a decent chunk of Australia, and a decent chunk of the U.S. And I appreciate every single time I end up somewhere new. But Key West just has a special place in my heart between the fact that it's a walkable city and the fact that I can bicycle my way around the island to work and back home. Um, the people are super friendly. Uh, there's tons of amazing restaurants. And um, I'm a foodie, so that kind of rings true to my heart, you know. And um, I like that it's a tourist trap. I can't say I'd ever want to live in a tourist trap if I wasn't making money, though. So <laughs> I don't know. I feel like all the right puzzle pieces fit for me to thrive so that's kind of become my home base Hmm. for the most part
2: well i'm going to get back to your your uh your performing and featuring in a second but you just brought up one of my favorite words and it's food um what what give me your favorite like if you like (laughs) what is like the most incredible thing to eat for you
0: oh god it changes daily that's that's the problem i don't have a go-to um i have a handful of favorite restaurants down there but i also really enjoy cooking and um between the fact that i can go out and grab actual authentic italian pasta amazing Mm -hmm. sushi or thai um there's a ramen bar and then we also have a polish market so i can buy all the eastern european goodies and just make stuff at home it's it's just kind of a foodie paradise for me
2: (laughs) okay yeah you just brought up food so i figured i'd bring up food too so you um (laughs) You, uh, you've been doing a lot of the competitions lately. What all competitions have you done?
0: Um, so I did the EDIs last year, and it was my first time entering in the Starlit Division. And I was 11 points from the 300-point perfect score. I oh. came second runner, sorry, not second, first runner up next to Hala Faye. So I was um, number two. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, the last one that I just did was Miss Need World, where I came in second runner up on that one. Um, That one was held at Tampa Deja Vu.
2: Okay. And you also did the uh, the Stripper Olympics. That's where I first got to talk to you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was, oh my gosh, there's been so many things on the road. Um, Stripper Olympics was amazing. I really love the team at Michael's and um, their aerial bringing is phenomenal. Um, I only got a mini award out of that, but I'm very grateful for the experience and for the opportunity to see so many mind-blowing performers. But I did win best breasts. So.
2: I I was just gonna bring up your breasts. <laughs> okay, not
0: the first time I've got best titties. So yeah. uh, maybe there's something to be beheld there. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah, so you have a point there. Uh huh. Two of them. Now it's funny because people that are not in the uh, industry, like my, you know, that will hear me talk to you about your nice breasts, they're gonna like, "What is this creepy old guy?" But in the industry, we just this is how we talk. So uh, yeah, we do. We talk like that. Okay. So when you're on stage, I'm going to ask you some questions, either performing, I guess let's go, let's go when you're performing anywhere other than making money. What is your favorite thing to
0: do on stage? Um, I really like shocking people. Um, <laughs> I like finding things I typically haven't seen before. And like, I'm not the best pole dancer. And I'll say that straight off the bat. Like I'm, I'm pretty good at pole. I've got most things that I need to have down to be able to perform but I like to specialize in things that other people don't tend to do mostly because I'm self-taught as opposed to like learning in a studio space like most people tend to and so um I figured out a handful of tricks that seem to not be copyable at least not as far as I've seen so I really enjoy being able to pull random things out of my sleeve like a rabbit out of a hat and um see people's reactions. <laughs> hmm.
2: Nice. And, and because uh, What's Hot in the Strip Clubs uh, is on Pantheon Podcast Network, that's a music-based network, um, I want to talk to you about music a little bit and, and some of the things that you like. So my first question about music is, do you think that the music you perform to can make a difference in your performance?
0: Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. It's one thing to go on stage at a noon show to Sunday morning by Maroon 5. It's another thing to have that up played for you <laughs> at midnight on a Saturday, right? So mm-hmm. um, I feel like it can kind of make or break the mood, but it also depends on what other dancers are going for, what the club vibe is, um, what the customers are kind of accustomed to. If you want to go with the flow or if you want to break the mold and swing it in a different genre and direction um but everyone has their own flow and style right so Mm -hmm. you got to figure out what works for you and sometimes you win with the music and sometimes you really don't
2: (laughs) well let me let me ask you this um from when you're performing if you're at a club and you get to pick your own music uh what do you pick
0: i have a spotify playlist that i just kind of send off to people and it kind of varies a lot in genre. So um, I think one of the first songs that I have on there is Bryce Fox. Um, it's one of the songs I use in my voodoo shows. My voodoo show, it's called, it's called Voodoo. Oh. <laughs> I, I really like Bryce Fox and Bryce Vine. But then I swing into some Missy Elliott and um, some other throwbacks. Um, I've got some... <laughs> Electro swing On the off chance I can actually do more burlesque Things but it's not often that I Actually ask to use it Um, I've got some metal I've got some prince I've got some rock uh, <laughs> uh, On occasion Someone will look at me and be like Are you actually dancing to Purple Rain And I'm like can you uh, not sing along <laughs> yeah. And that's when money usually starts flowing So
2: <laughs> Gotta find a way to shorten that but great song Great song so when you're not working and you're like uh you're just taking a walk or a run or a bike ride and you got your earbuds in what kind of music do you uh do you like to listen to
0: i go into apple and i put it on the recommendations for you and i just put it on shuffle
2: oh that's (laughs) easy
0: (laughs) i i know it sounds really absurd but i feel like whatever gets recommended to me is usually the best way that i can pick apart and find new music especially for shows and inspiration so um i don't usually listen to just my own tracks i like to just loop it on repeat for new stuff and try to come through for nice. new show inspirations very cool well we are
2: uh right now talking to nia nebula on behind the curtain what's hot in the strip clubs podcast um i'm going to come back and i'm going to ask you more questions i want to talk to you about the edi and the categories and things um, I'm also going to ask you to tell me about Farley Lynn because I had Farley Lynn on my show and I asked her to tell me about Neo Nebula. So we're going to, if you didn't catch that other show, we're going to fill you in on the, on the scoop. And if you did, you're going to want to hear the other side. So we'll find that out all in just a second. So hang tight.
1: Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds.
2: Hey, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Curtain of What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. My guest, Nia Nebula, she is going to be in the Exotic Dancer Invitational's uh, showgirl competition. Uh, you will be performing, actually, the EDIs are going to be in two different locations. Uh, Bucks Clubs in Dallas, that's going to be April 19th, 20th, 21st. And then the east side will be uh, the Pony Clubs in Huntsville, Alabama. That's May 24th, 25th, and 26th. You have done the EDIs before, but you were in the Starlet Division, as you said a little bit ago. Uh, This year, you get to move up into a whole new category. You're up with the Showgirls.
0: Yeah, it's honestly um, an honor and a privilege to be able to say that. Um, So I got first runner-up after Hala Faye, but, but I mean... Halo flips for tips, right? So that girl is phenomenal, and um, I wholeheartedly applaud her. My score was 11 points from perfect within a 300-point range, so she beat me somewhere within that. But um, I had uh, a couple of people from um, uh, EDI approach me and tell me that my scores were within the same range as Charzane's and Michelle Lin's. So um, I was given the opportunity to jump up in categories, and I... I kind of decided to take the opportunity and go with it and I know that it's probably going to be a lot more difficult considering I was definitely not a winner last year but I'm up for a challenge so I feel like I am ready to try my hardest
2: Well, <laughs> oh, nice I, I I look forward to seeing your show uh, you did not have to move up into the into the showgirl category but you did and I applaud you for that because you could have stayed down with the uh, with the starlets and had a much better chance of taking it all but uh, but I applaud you for that so yeah very cool
0: I feel like when an opportunity presents itself you just kind of have to go with the flow and accept that that was presented to you for a reason and I'm personally very grateful for the opportunity to be considered someone who is worthy of moving up in categories by the standards of the people who run the entire contest so i'm not really sure how often they present this option to people but i will take it and i will just go with the flow
2: (laughs) nice nice um let me talk to you a little bit about clubs and um i want to hear i want to hear a horror story i want to hear the worst song a dj has ever played for you
0: Um, So this would have been within my first year of dancing, and it was in Canada, in Victoria. It was a brand-new club. It was a gorgeous brand-new club in the middle of downtown Victoria called Velvet. And um, the only downside was we did not get to pick our music. And as I'm sure you've heard from a handful of the Canadian girls that have already been on the podcast, we do 18-minute sets up here. So it's 18 minutes of not picking your music. And the first song that came on was, if you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. And I can get away with dancing to a lot of different things but that song really just kind of struck a nerve because I was in the middle of a room of 19 to maybe 23 year olds because it's a party city with the university and um, I mean no one really wants to be reminded of their wife when they're at the strip club unless they're specifically asking for that fantasy in the back room so uh, (laughs) that's probably my worst story personally.
2: Yeah, and going out there for such a long set, for that to be your first opening song, I mean, I, I, you're a pro and you, you would rebuild now. Did you rebuild then? I mean, did you re- come back out and make it strong and own it? Or did it really mess with you at the time being a newer entertainer?
0: You just kind of go with the flow and try to make the best of it. The people in front where were like, what is happening? And I was like, I have no clue, but... Um, Enjoy.
2: <laughs>
0: nice. Okay. Start to kind of like mimic the moves and see if you can make it look like the music video. Because at that point in time, that's the first thing that came to my head.
2: <laughs> ah, well, my most recent uh, interview that I did, I did with Farley Lynn, and uh, you and Farley are are familiar with each other. We'll say that for right now, because I got I got you guys. If you if you didn't know, we're gonna get the scoop right now. So. Nia Nebula, to you, who is Farley Lynn?
0: Uh, So Farley is my wife. (laughs) When I hopped the border, we were both in Wisconsin for snowmobile season, and I was kind of loopy from traveling overnight and not sleeping and then working. (laughs) And I saw this gorgeous pair of legs on stage. They were unending. And um, I was like you're stuck with me (laughs) four months later we pulled the typical lesbian thing and got married so um I guess I really did stick to my word of you're stuck with me (laughs)
2: yeah but you guys don't get to see each other a whole lot I mean you're both you're you are on the road constantly I know I've been trying to get with you uh to do this interview for a month it seems like and you know just trying to find a place when you can settle down and get someplace quiet what is it like being on the road all the time and being away from your wife
0: I kind of feel like, so in Canada, we've got a lot of trade jobs that are out of town. We've got a lot of mining, a lot of uh, oil camps, stuff like that. So I'm pretty much just kind of like the husband of the road. (laughs) Um, It's funny, though, whenever we get into like the same space, which does actually happen, we try to force it into existence. Um, We like to go out and play catch up and show photos and um, just kind of do the typical things couples do, you know?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. And you will be together at the Exotic Dancer Invitational in Huntsville because she is also competing. She's going to be in the starlet division. Uh, You're going to be up in the showgirl division. So you'll get to spend some time together.
0: Part of what I'm doing right now in Canada, actually, was getting her costume pieces to the costume designer up here. So um, it's kind of funny. We run errands for each other across the globe.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you're not competing against her because you moved categories. Was that any part of the decision?
0: Honestly, no. Um, we've never really been competitive against each other, but that's also because we don't have the same style. She is like a graceful swan that just kind of like waltzes into your life. And I'm like the party animal that bounces up and down <laughs> with like heavy beats and <laughs> I, I don't know. Opposites attract, right? Yes.
2: Yes. OK, well, before I let you go, I want you to give give you a chance to uh, share your social medias with everybody so they can follow you.
0: Um, so my social medias are a little weird because I've been taken down so many times <laughs> on Instagram. I am I am Nia Nebula um, on Facebook. I have a fan page under just Neonebula, Nebula, but it's Neonebula Nebula International Showgirl. And um, most of my links and everything else can be found on Neonebula.com.
2: Oh, got that as well fantastic well i want to take an opportunity to thank you uh if you want to catch these edis again the uh, west is at the bucks in dallas april 19th 20th 21st east where neil will be is the pony clubs may 24th 25th and 26th get uh information at the edis.com that is t-h-e-e-d-i-s.com again i don't work for ed i just uh i i I am a fan of the EDIs, so I, I like to help them out any way I can. Real quick, all of the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcasts, including the Panda Top 20, Bubbling Under, Off the Charts, Flashback Friday, Classic Rock Remixes, and Behind the Curtain can be found at whatshotitsc.com. Nia Nebula, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to What's Hot in the Strip Clubs with Danny Myers and Alon Fong
1: presented by Panda and Strip Joints Music. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football